welcome to the Nerd Party. And welcome to Second Contact, a Star Trek Lower Decks commentary podcast. My name is Charlene Schmidt, and with me, as always, is Tristan Riddell. Hello, Tristan. We are here for another episode of Lower Decks, and this one is called A Few Badgies More. Hmm, who's going to be in this one? Gee, I wonder. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I have a feeling there's going to be more than one badgie. Although, I mean, with the description, it says three computerized villains return to cause problems for the Cerritos crew. And so, you know, that makes you kind of go back in your memory banks and go, okay, so we got Badgie, obviously. So that, does that mean Pedant Hamper and who else? And then none other <laughs> than the, uh, um, I can never remember his name, Ag- Agmos. Ag- I always want to call him Agamemnon, and that's not I, right. I just call him Jeffrey Combs because that's Jeffrey who Combs. There him. you go. <laughs> I go with that, and yep, this is the trio we will be working with. And of course, it's going to go crazy, because artificial intelligence trying to take over the universe, this is bad. And what's more Star Trek than that? (laughs) Right? (laughs) So yeah, shall we just jump right into it? Let's go right into it. So this is if, if this is your first time listening, we are a commentary podcast, and so we queue up the episode and so that you can follow along at home or wherever you are. But also, if you're driving, walking, or whatever, uh, you can listen along without watching along, and you will still be entertained. We uh, start up right after you see CBS Production Studios. Uh, as soon as that goes dark, that's when we pause it, and that's where we start. We'll give you a countdown of three, two, one, play, and that's where we're going to go. So, Shar, are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready? Oh, let's hit it. All right, let's do this. Three, two, one, go. So right off the bat, we have some ominous, you know, suns, or like a (laughs) a, a dying sun or dying sun. And then we see Rutherford's thing, his whatever that thing is called. (laughs) Yeah, the thing. And then, of course, Badgie, we know immediately, right off the bat, this is going to go awry really fast. So I like that we went all the way back to where we last saw Badgie. Like, we didn't just pick up where he is now. We're just like, oh, wait, no, this is this is where we left him. Because we saw that green tractor beam in a previous yes. episode. Yes. Yeah, we're picking right up, which is fantastic. Now this one, this one was is a hard because we we watch it with no audio and just watch it with subtitles, um, and this this one is a hard one to do that too because the voice acting is so great all throughout this episode. <laughs> right? Yeah, with the sound off, we're missing a lot actually. Because <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get Jeffrey Combs. We've got I forget who else guests in the show, but yeah, I don't know. Lower Decks has a fantastic knack for getting supreme voice talent to do even just one-offs like when we had the betazoids the diplomats that was like all stars three of them that would have been that that was particularly well voice acted and that that was a lot of fun yeah yeah but we also have even in our secondary cast paul Shear as billups i love paul Shear. he is uh one he's a great voice actor but two he just kind of delves into like kind of the more 
goofy crap kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, I get his sense of humor. So I appreciate what he does. And Jillian Vigman as Dr. Ta'ana. Oh my, okay, come on. Duh, of course I love her. Yeah, like Jack McBrayer uh, as Badgie. I always really appreciate Jack McBrayer. Like, I think most people know him as Kenneth from 30 Rock. Uh, right, right, right. Yes, that is correct. So when we got when we got to the binars, yeah. I started actually feeling some anxiety because I was just like, no, 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 not the binars. Like, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> like, like don't, no, don't, don't kill the binars. Like, you can go for the Klingons and the Romulans and the Frangi. That's fine. But the binars, no, you leave them alone. Like, you leave them alone. They are too young and innocent looking. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Even if they know how to steal a galaxy-class starship, they are too innocent. Oh, okay. If you say so. Like, honestly, I don't mind that the binars get annihilated here. What I did appreciate <gasps> was no subtitles. We just hear the binar language when the sound right. is on, of course. And we have to get context from nonverbal cues. And it works great. And we find out later in the episode that no one's actually getting destroyed. Yes. That they're, they're getting kidnapped. Yes. So, okay. One, two things here. One, my whole peanut hamper theory is squashed as of this episode. That's out the window. Yep. So the V'ger vibes, though, definitely went up a notch. <laughs> a little bit. It, yeah. So we've gotten a, like a step further on this ongoing thing. Has have you developed any theories as to who is behind this now that we know it's not Peanut Hamper? No, not at all. But I do want to mention, not to shift gears, that when Tendi got hit with the grappler, I literally gasped because I didn't oh. see it coming <laughs> when she got <laughs> taken off screen. I was like, Did you think oh, oh. was she gonna get a hole like in the middle of her stomach or something? I mean that could happen I didn't on think that. Decks. It just it just took me off guard. Oh, I no. was quite angry though that that they had the audacity to put her in a tank top instead of a bra, but whatever, whatever, it's fine. It's fine. You, you know, you got to rotate through these things. <laughs> some days it's a tank top, some days it's a bra. It's like whatever you're feeling like. It's fine. Yeah. So how in the world can Peanut Hamper be ready for parole? Um, no. <laughs> I, do, I do like that they, that Tendi even mentions that. You're like, wow, she wasn't even in prison that long. no. Also, the whole thing, how many sentient computers do we have to meet and deal with before we realize just how dangerous they are and how uh, they have the capacity to lie? Well, I mean, that's the thing is that, like, they, they totally lampshaded it when Mariner, is wa Mariner and Rutherford are walking away from Tindy and Boehm's. And she said, she's like, good luck with the, the, the sentient AI who are definitely not trying to kill you or something right. like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Sinister For Robots, who are definitely not trying to trap you guys. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, for sure. And then guess what's going to happen? So whenever we go to the Daystrom Institute, it's that one angle. That's the only angle that we get to see of Daystrom. <laughs> is that Just is the this, one. The coastline on the left, medium shot. Yeah. I mean, I love it's that a the, beautiful shot. AI, but it is a beautiful shot, but it's, that's the only one we get in Picard and <laughs> Lower Decks. And, yes. Yeah. I do appreciate. I love that we how... see them on the yard, like they're working out, they're playing with basketballs, yes, but they exactly. have no arms. <laughs> right? It's your typical kind of prison setting. As far as I know, what prisons are like, all, all I've really seen is Orange Is the New Black. So that's really horrible context. I know. 
I mean, I guess I've been lucky enough to not have to go to a prison and visit anybody. So, you yeah. know. I think this is, I, I would I would assume that a Federation prison is uh, is much nicer. But I mean, this is the AI division. Like, this is the megalomaniac AI division. So yes. it's more of a rehab center than a prison, folks. Sure, sure. And it's so effective, as we can tell already. Having hearing Jeffrey Combs say totes ridic was honestly a pleasure <laughs> that I didn't know I needed to experience. You know, I blinked when I heard that just because it is such a 21st century 2020s very kind of LA phrase. I mean, that's something people hear say all the time, but to hear it on lower decks, I I thought should they have gone that modern? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. They, they're there doing a, a lot of modern slang. Yeah, there was a few anachronistic modern slang. Like there was one that made me laugh, but at the same, like there was one when Mariner and Rutherford make it on to the whatever ship that is. And she goes, what up, party people? <laughs> like oh, <this>. yeah. <laughs> saying what up? Yeah. Oh, no, just even saying party people. Like that, oh, that's sure, very sure. much an, a, a mod, not even modern. Like that's an old phrase today. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's all cyclical. Char, it's all cyclical. It all comes back. It's this like is in a few true. years, we're all going to be saying that things are the bee's knees in the cat's pajamas. We're all, it's, it it's might all happen. We all, Groovy might make a comeback. We don't know. Oh, I, I never let go of Groovy. It's, it's a great word. It does need to make a comeback. So does bitchin'. I've been saying this for years. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my moment. And the shot of Daystrom again. So I, I like that Rutherford takes ownership over his mistake because that is pure Rutherford. Like that is his totally. character. He would do exact none of this is out of character for him. Not in the least. He will go to any length to try and make this right. And he's kind of at a low point. That's the context we're getting in this episode is he's feeling like nothing he's doing is working out exactly. Which right. leads to one of the morals of the stories, which is like, hey, these these things that we work on are complicated and messy and it's hard to get it right. Absolutely. And I, I, I do love that in this episode, uh, Agnes, I'm just going to call him Jeffrey Combs. When Jeffrey Combs, <laughs> like when he tries to turn from red to blue, like mm -hmm. you can hear him kind of struggle a little bit. He's just like, yeah, Ugh. the strain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was brilliant. That was a great choice. Oh, man. As is, I, I friggin' love this episode. Like, I texted you, as soon as I was done watching this episode, I texted you and said, holy crap, this is amazing. <laughs> it is a lot of fun to watch. I think I laughed out loud more watching this episode than I have maybe in a couple of episodes. Like, Yeah, I mean, you and I have been honest about the, these past couple of episodes where they're just kind of mid, you know, like, none of them were terrible. Yeah, it's just kinda, yeah they're okay. Yeah. But you know what they don't have? is booping weapons. Now, I Boop love that yeah. Badgie's like, I'm going to boop you on the nose. And then fire, fire, fire. And even Shax says, like, we can't take another boop like that. Yes. That's one of the things that made me laugh. And that's the thing. That's what this, this is lower decks. Like, that's what makes this lower decks is things like that. Yes. Yes. You know how we've talked about how even lower decks is kind of being a little too much of an exaggeration in parts for lower decks? Yeah. This is like primo lower decks level exaggeration where it's a thing that only this show can do, but it's not like, okay, what are you even thinking here? Yeah, it's not insane. Like we're not we're not going into like 
family guy territory with how crazy it's getting sure it's within the level of like having the security officer say we can't take another boop like that you know like that's funny and would never happen on a bridge a live action bridge but it's not out of the realm of possibility not at all and it's fun and that's what this show is Here's my one little nitpick about this episode is that Mariner does not actually need to be here. She kind of just gets pushed into this plot with Rutherford because he can't do it alone. That's that's the only real reason. And that is the only reason why I can imagine anybody let her escape from the bridge to put on a a suit and catch up to him. Yeah, this is very much and a few that's happened a few times with with Mariner where she's kind of tacked on where I feel like. Yeah. Boim's, like, you know, I've been complaining about how we haven't really gotten too many great Boim storyline. And if he does get a singular storyline, it's just kind of in the background and very small. Mm-hmm. But with Mariner, she's a part of the bigger ones. But she feels a little tacked on at times. And this is no different. However, she has some of, the, she has some of my favorite moments in this episode. Even Agreed. if she doesn't really need to be there. Because, like, the whole what's up party people or when she tries to you know, convince Rutherford that he can do it. And and he goes, he's like, oh yeah, Tendi is totally right. She's like, well, I mean, it was my idea. I brought it up, but whatever. <laughs> like those kind of moments. Yeah. It gives, you know, like he, he, she, he's bouncing off of her and she's giving good advice. Yes, yes, definitely. I did appreciate seeing Boims and Tendi getting paired up. This is not something we've seen a lot of. However, they are not doing a good job of monitoring this situation. Like they're, I almost thought at this point in the episode, they're intentionally falling into a trap. Like they're going to let things happen to a point. They've got some sort of master plan at work mm-hmm. to make them think the, the, the artificial intelligence they're taking over, make them think that it's going well, only they've got something up their sleeve. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I think it was just like classic, tropes of not being aware of what's going on or not seeing the blinding red light at your feet uh (laughs) you know things like guys Uh, guys but i do like how calm boimler was during it when he said he's like yeah you know it's fine whatever we're kidnapped but we still need to get that (laughs) intel about the binars like i like that he was level-headed he wasn't screaming he wasn't you know running around like crazy he was actually trying to do his job that was also a part of why I thought they've got some bigger plan at work here. I've, I'm excited to find out what it is, only just to find out we've missed out on a lot of Boim's screams. I think <laughs> so a season what did you ago. Think about the, the bifurcation of, of Badgie and, and, and Goodgie and everything like that. What oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> it's the whole ethos, pathos, logos kind of a thing. And you can even get mm-hmm. it on a t shirt now because the Titmouse. Uh, studios they who does the they do the animation they do a shirt every week for lower decks and this week is three badgies and of course i ordered it of course i did (laughs) of course you did i love tindy on the beach because even though she's handcuffed she's making a sandcastle she has her she has her shoes (laughs) off and yeah i I like this moment because not just because i love tindy but because so often we see humans on a planet and they're just like oh we don't have this at home this is crazy because of x y and z this is so alien but through tindy's eyes sand is alien to her and she loves it and even when they leave the scene she's like i'm taking some of this with me (laughs) (laughs) right it's also a great callback i think to the very first episode where she mentions that orion does not have beaches like this Mm -hmm. so that was cool 
yeah, I, I there's so much I love about this episode, and I love that Combs's character is he's trying to figure out what Peanut Hepper is doing, and he keeps trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, like maybe she's captured, maybe she's coming up with something even more diabolical. <laughs> right, he's trying to write the plot twist himself. I hate the name Gucci. It doesn't have the nice ring that Badgie does. Like, I get it because he's a badge. That's why we call him Badgie. But then he became bad. And so it was another reason why he was called Badgie. And then we have a good version of Badgie, which is Gucci. I get it. Okay, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds stupid. Yeah, maybe, maybe next season or so we can work on it a little bit. Maybe workshop a cooler, more... I don't know, has a better ring to it kind of name. So Nurazine, they're releasing Nurazine gas. Or Badgie's releasing Nurazine gas. I, did we first see Nurazine on Voyager on the Prometheus? Ooh. Oh, did we? Golly, it's... Are... Once again, we ought to turn this over to our listeners turn because they the will fans, know and they write the us and they let us know. Just like the shuttlecraft that uh, we saw in the Raven... Many people yep. like tag me and what have you confirmed. Yes, that is in fact the same class. So thank you all for doing that. Yes, thank you all, uh, and thank you for like for listening and tell your friends about it. And also give it, give us a review, a rating, if you will. <laughs> yes, the podcasting spiel. Don't forget to subscribe. I know we try not to do that to you guys, but please do. <laughs> Unfortunately, it really is like the best thing. For a podcast, it really does. It, it's it's just numbers. More reviews, more so, downloads. It all matters. When Badgie broke up again, I was just like, okay, what color is this new one going to be? Like, I, I kept thinking, <laughs> I was just like, okay, is it going to be bronze? Or is it going to be something else? Is it going to be something weird? And, and they did not disappoint. So we got gold, silver, and bronze. I was actually surprised that they didn't go in the colors of, of Starfleet, where we got like a blue and a red and a... And a oh, gold. sure, because that was one thing that I thought gold. they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the question would be, though, if Badgie were to continue sp- like, spooning off, like, what color would it be for a fourth have, and like, a fifth and a sixth? And or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So it is way too easy to hack into Federation systems. I'm sorry. I, it's just. <laughs> We've seen this storyline so many times, and especially just with, like, Picard Season 3, you know, like, that was the big event at the end of Season 3, and it was also the big event in Discovery, and also a big event in, (laughs) um, oh my god, it's, we've done this storyline, like, four times (laughs) throughout the- yeah. I mean, this season of Lower Decks has even called out just how ridiculously easy and how frequent this happens. And here we go again. What is up with Federation security? Guys, you suck. I do do love that even though uh, Combs took over this this planet by himself. And quickly, he should add. And very quickly. And Boims is totally not worried because he's just like, eh, we'll be able to reverse it in an hour. <laughs> but, like, he still put Peanut Hamper's image on all the flags. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he conquered it in her name. Yes. It, it kind of yes. made me think of, like, if Rutherford was evil. I, we kind of did see Ruther- an evil Ruther- we Rutherford. We did. Like, he would put Tendi up there. 
because yeah. <laughs> like they're such close friends. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Jeffrey Combs. He's still holding out hope that Peanut Hamper will show up. Now, I did not know that a lot of people don't like Peanut Hamper. You didn't? Do you go I did on not the know internet? That. I, I I was surprised. <laughs> I, when I I, saw, I I went out. I was on Reddit, and like there were people just ranting about Peanut Hamper about how horrible she is, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's the idea, you losers!" Like that's yeah, <laughs> she's supposed we're to be not horrible. Supposed to like her? She is not a likable character. Exactly. I think the reason for the massive peanut butter peanut butter (laughs) yeah Yeah, that too peanut hamper hate is the episode that basically was all about her and oh okay yeah that kind of irked people because well that didn't have a whole lot to do with our main cast and if you don't like peanut hamper maybe that's not the episode for you but we got it and also we only get 10 episodes a year and so when you take one away you're like oh wait you know like we're we're away from these characters that we love. I get that. I don't sure. think it's rational, but I get it. No, I <laughs> you know, it maybe the peanut hamper episode. It's not my favorite, but I totally see like the the uh the value in doing something like that yes. and branching out and not every single deviation from the norm is going to hit with everyone. So that's fine if you didn't like it. Yeah, sometimes you got to try new things in different structure. And I, I always appreciate yes. it, especially with animated shows, when they try new things. Absolutely. Um, I'd rather they yeah, do like, than not. You know, like there's, I, there was an episode of Family Guy where it all took place inside of a bank vault. There's an episode <laughs> of American Dad where they were stranded on an island. Like they were, there was all these things that like the structure was always very different. And I like it when they go weird or when they go strange because it's something yeah. you can do in animation with you less gotta risk. you got to try than, weird. Yeah, especially Absolutely. in animation. <laughs> but you know, so, so we find out that Peanut Hamper actually did get rehabilitated, even though she didn't want to. Just, just and that's a little the power bit. Power of the Federation system, folks. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, <laughs> it can work. We're gonna rehab you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if, like, we see the scene of intake, and that's something that say that one of the supervisors says to them oh you just wait you just wait for that group therapy we're gonna rehab you so hard you just wait you are going you are going to dispel all your feelings and grow (laughs) grow darn you one thing i love is that peanut hamper is the only exocomp we've seen that talks speaks english yeah (laughs) well yeah 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 speaks in our language not just beeps yeah, that's interesting. And I, I like that they can under, understand each other, though. And, and she has something like, her name is Peanut Hamper, but yet her father's name is Kevin. <laughs> I never get tired yeah, of that Kevin. joke. <laughs> that's something I love about Lower Decks is sometimes they just come up with the most common names for, like, the most, um, like, non-human of objects. Mm-hmm. This went in a direction that I did not expect it to when Badgie became basically a digital god. I thought, I thought okay. that, you know, like at the last second, like they were going to stop or, you know, uh, somehow win. But then he achieves some sort of crazy sentience, this galactic sentience to the point yeah. where we see him rise up from the Milky Way. <laughs> <laughs> Glowy eyes and all. It's like, okay, this is threshold on steroids. He is everywhere. Is he going to turn into a lizard? Yeah. I was halfway expecting it, honestly. Like when we started seeing him get 
you know, like bluer and bluer and crazier and like, like when he started to realize that he was ascending to something more, I was like, we're going to see the koala. I know we're going to see the koala. (laughs) (laughs) And we were not disappointed and it did make me laugh. Now, when I die, if I don't see a koala, I'm going to be very disappointed, number one. And then two, I will blame Mike McMahon. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be all his fault. Yeah, I I thought this was, this animation was really impressive. Just the way that they went about it, like just the the expansion of the yellow light and like the wire framing of the the ships and just the glowy blue nature of everything. I thought this was just really well done not only is it funny and also i have no idea what black mountain is but not only is this really funny it's just super well animated it is it's creative it's definitely appealing to the eye no notes you nailed it (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i was do you feel like they should have kept goji like do you think they should have released him into the wild do you think goji should even exist where are you at right now? Oh, golly. I am not sure at this point. I'm going to have to maybe watch this one at least one more time and then maybe reflect on that. Maybe this is the end of the whole badgy persona and character. And if so, you know what? This is great. I'm happy with it. How about you? I feel like they should have put a nail in the coffin of the badgy storyline where... Somehow he reabsorbs Logiki and Guji and then goes off into the distance, like goes off mm. to the koala, the great koala in the sky. I feel like that should have been it. It should be done. But I know that they needed, they wanted that joke at the sure. end where like, is Guji really going to kill us or is he okay now? I, I get it. But I feel like we should be done with this. Done. With this storyline. There's always the potential to continue but I do mm-hmm. wonder if this really is it. And that's all right. You know, not everything has to make a massive comeback every single season. We still love right. Badgie. I do love how supportive Lower Deckers are of Rutherford. Like, even though Boimler <laughs> was nailed to the wall, quite literally, he was just like, oh my God, that was so much closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing but encouraging. So great. It is. It is. Those are the kind of friends you want in your life. So I'm sure that like at the next Star Trek convention, we're going to see all three badges in different colors, like with buttons and and badges and things like that. We're going to we're going to see all that merchandise at the next con. Oh, golly. I hope so. One. Yes, we need to see the trio in the costume contest. And then Mm -hmm. two. This is our eternal complaint on this show is, where's the merch? Oh, my gosh. Now, that said, though, you can get a Badgie Christmas ornament because Badgie oh. is one of the Hallmark ornaments for this year. So oh, you can do that. Yeah, that's yeah, got to happen. I almost still got to get Data and Spot because Cat. Because <laughs> Cat. That's just that's yeah. just that. It's a kitty. I got to have it. All right. Well, that's our episode. That's it. Wow, that went by really fast. (laughs) That's what happens when you're having fun, y'all. All All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening. This was so much fun to talk about and to watch again. We hope you guys had as much fun as we did. And uh, please subscribe, tell your friends, and go to thenerdparty.com for all of, of our other shows. We have so many great shows and so much content coming at you all the time. 
check it out and uh, please tune in next week as we talk about the episode of season four join the revolution join the nerd party